0: 653 this is the chris salcedo show
1: let's talk about texas voter id with our next guest elaine wyatt she is serving her second term as president of the league of women voters in texas she's a fellow of the society of actuaries a certified fraud examiner and a licensed private investigator league of women voters of texas says they are a nonpartisan citizens organization that has fought uh, since 1919 to improve our government and encourage informed and active participation in that government. Elaine, welcome to the Salcedo Show. Thank you, Chris. Glad to be here. Texas voter ID laws, and, and maybe we, we expand this to the concept of voter ID laws a- across the country. Uh, my understanding is that the League of Women Voters do not approve of these types of laws. And I wanted – it's always – the opposition is has fascinated me as to the reasons why. Uh, let us know what the objection is.
2: Okay. Uh, we can all agree that ineligible people shouldn't vote. Uh, but we also agree that politicians shouldn't pass laws that make it harder for eligible people to vote. Um, And voter ID laws do very little to improve the integrity of our elections, but they do exclude some eligible people from participating, and it falls hardest on the elderly, young people, poor people, veterans.
1: Right. uh, Uh, Well, well, explain to us how that, because a lot of these voter ID laws have been defeated, so we don't have any hard data on that but the theory goes that these groups would be disparately impacted how so walk us through a scenario either a very let's let's start with a very young person a millennial or something like that how would they be disparately impacted by a voter id
2: uh, a lot of young people don't have driver's licenses and in texas the voter id law has a very restricted list of accepted IDs is much stricter than in some other states. Uh, for example, um, student IDs don't count. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of kids, high school and college-age kids, um, that's what they use is their student ID or even their employee ID. Um, they do have IDs, but not one of the ones that's on
1: the list. And Social Security card is among those. And in Texas, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I've interviewed a couple of lawmakers who had, who had authored the the voter ID law that these IDs are free. All, uh, there, is no, there is no monetary cost, so all you've got to do is show you are who you say you are, and there are, there are plenty of avenues to do that, but you say that, that that's, a, that's a threshold that's too high, too burdensome? Um, the
2: underlying documents in order to get the free ID are are sometimes hard to get, um, and are time-consuming.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and it's, it's the, and, and and the so, record- so, yeah, address the folks who say, you know, when, when the time-consuming argument is put up there. Uh, I, I think the vast majority, in particular in this audience, would say this is one of our most sacrosanct duties as as citizens to be participants in our government. So the time that one takes to, to, to undergo that responsibility is time well spent. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, if you have to take time off from work
2: and you're poor, it's expensive. And, and, uh, that's, uh, you know, it's just another barrier that, and, and more importantly, it's unnecessary. um, There was no problem with the law that we had prior to this voter ID bill uh, where you had to show your voter registration card or some other form of ID um, in order to vote. And that worked really well.
1: Right. And and I I, when I was in news, by the way, we're talking to Elaine Wyatt, folks. She is the second term president of the League of Women Voters, not uh, not fans of the Texas voter ID law or or voter ID laws, I would imagine, in general. Uh, when I was doing news for CBS 11, I chronicled and and talked to several uh, registrar of voters' offices and and, and chronicled how some ineligible voting was going on. And uh, I think that the push, uh, and of course, uh, ACORN took it all to a different level. And you remember the big scandal with ACORN, that the, the, the American people are really leery of those who seek to cheat at the ballot box. So the question I would have for uh, for the League of Women Voters is if voter ID isn't the way to go to make sure that we have one vote for one citizen, uh, what is a superior way to do this to, to ensure to the greatest degree possible that uh, there is integrity in the voting system? Uh,
2: we, we absolutely think it's, it's important to have integrity in the voting system. Uh, it's just that voter ID laws really aren't the the way to do that um now you know we would prefer to go back to the old law that required id just not necessarily a photo id but even even if we don't do that just expanding the list
1: no no you you, you said not a photo id why not
2: uh because it's not necessary it, it worked just fine when you showed your voter registration card in order to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, voter impersonation is extraordinarily rare, where somebody goes to vote and says they're somebody else.
1: Uh, well, we've, we've seen all these videos from across the country. I mean, uh, Project Veritas had a yeah, Project Veritas had a uh, a video where. Uh, one of their operatives was offered the attorney general, uh, the Attorney General of the United States, ballot because it, because there was no voter ID requirement in the state in which they were residing. Hey, I'm Eric Holder, and he and he got he he was given the ballot for Eric Holder, the Attorney General of the United States, and and they they did this video to show just how easy it was to perpetrate voter fraud, and 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 folks who are of my persuasion say shouldn't we make it harder to commit voter fraud? So again, the question goes back to you is how how where is there a meeting of the minds between those who want uh better integrity of our voting system and those who don't necessarily think voter i d is a solution where's the middle ground
2: Well, we can have voter i d um, we We just think it should be an expansive i d um it, if we and, but I insist that there is a tiny, tiny amount of voter impersonation that goes on. It,
1: that, we can ver- that we can verify. May, because, yeah, it may because be
2: possible, but, right. it, but it doesn't happen. You know, there's cases in the single digits of it actually happen, happen, happening, well, happening, uh, of voter impersonation. It's a, it's a fascinating had...
1: discussion, Elaine. Al- it's a fascinating discussion. I'm just plumb out of time, but I, you know, I think okay. that this our our country is <laughs> is going to continue to debate this thing, and I think the open dialogue is important. Absolutely. So uh, we'll keep the communication lines open. Elaine Wyatt, everybody serving her second term as president of the League of Women Voters. Appreciate the time here on the Chris Salcedo Show.
2: Thanks, Chris. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London.